0: Let's talk about persecution in Matthew 5, verse 10 through 13. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and say false all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, because great is your reward in heaven. For in the same way, they persecuted the prophets before you. Persecution is defined as the infliction of loss, pain, death, or adherence for a particular creed or mode of worship. Righteousness is defined as holiness, purity, uprightness, rectitude, or being right with God. So you will be inflicted with pain of some type for being right with God. These three verses are directing our attention to a range of persecutions, which seems to be an ascending level of personal injury. For over 25 years, university students have been harassed by professors for their Christian beliefs. It is reported to be much worse today, often affecting students' grades. Currently, there is a case before the Supreme Court of our land that involves a web designer who was shut down and fined by the state of Colorado because she refused to create a web page for a gay and lesbian event. I submit the large majority of people within the sound of my voice are reasonably comfortable with their religious life. I further suggest that we, myself included, are not psychologically prepared for economic and personal freedom persecution, much less the type of persecution suffered by the 1st and 2nd century Christians question, will that unpreparedness cause us to falter when the persecutions come, the persecutors come to our door with our name on their list? The Bible is quite clear on the subject. Peter addressed this issue in 1 Peter 4, 1 through 7, and verses 12, 13, and following. I quote, so then since Christ suffered physical pain you must arm yourselves with the same attitude he had and be ready to suffer too. For if you have suffered physically for Christ, you have finished with sin. You won't spend the rest of your lives chasing after your own desires, but you will be anxious to do the will of God. You have had enough in the past of evil things that godless people enjoy, immorality and lust, feasting, drunkenness, wild parties, and the terrible worship of of idols. Of course, your formal friends are surprised when you no longer plunge into the flood of wild and destructive things that they do. So they slander you. But remember that they will have to face God who stands ready to judge everyone, both the living and the dead. That is why the good news was preached to those who are now dead so that although they were destined to die like all people, they now live forever with God in, in the Spirit. The end of the world is coming soon. Therefore, be earnest and disciplined in your prayers. Verses 12 and 13. Dear friends, don't be surprised at the fiery trials you are experiencing if as if someone, something strange were tra- happening to you. Instead, be very glad, for these trials make you partners with Christ in the suffering, so that you will always have wonderful joy of seeing the glory when he is revealed to all the world. So when persecution comes, what is our response in the light of God's promise? I submit the key is in Peter's words in verse 1, arm yourselves with the same attitude as Christ." Let's look at a recent real-life sample of this attitude. Some years ago, among the meager belongings of an unnamed African martyr who was murdered in the service of the Lord, was found this note. And I quote in part, I am part of the fellowship of the unashamed. The die has been cast. I have stepped over the line. The decision has been made. I'm a disciple of his, and I won't look back, let up, slow down, back away, and be still. My past is redeemed, my present makes sense, my future is secure. My face is set, my, grain, my gate is fast, my goal is heaven. My road may be narrow, my way rough, my companions few, but my guide is reliable, and my mission is clear. I will not be bought, compromised, detoured, lured away, Turn back, deluded, or delayed. I will not flinch in the face of sacrifice or hesitate in the presence of the adversary. I will not negotiate at the table of the enemy, ponder at the pool of popularity, or meander in the maze of mediocrity. I won't give up, I won't shut up, or let up, until I have stayed up, stored up, prayed up, and paid up, and preached up for the cause of Christ." I am a disciple of Jesus. I must give until I drop. Preach until all all know and work until he comes. And when he does come for his own, he'll have no problems recognizing me. My colors will be clear. That's the end of that quote. Please realize some persecutions may very well be orchestrated by the Father as a trial and that glory to his name may be result. Consider 1 Peter 4:19. So if you are suffering in a manner that pleases God, keep on doing what is right, and trust your lives to the God who has created you, for he will never fail you. Do you know and stand on the promises of God? Pray for strength and deliverance. May the road rise to meet you. May the wind always be at your back. May the sun shine warm upon your face. The rain fall softly on your fields. And until we meet again, may God hold you in the palm of his hand. Good day.